What if you were willing to embrace and celebrate all the dissatisfaction in your life? What if you chose to be in total gratitude of each and every dissatisfaction and to take full advantage of the ask and expansion of life's possibilities they each truly be? Let's conspire together on this dynamic journey of gifting, receiving, and change to discover the possibilities. Now, here is the host of the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show, Possibilities Coach, Tammy Pocock. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome. I am so grateful to be here today with you. Um, today, our, you're listening to the Art of Dissatisfaction, and I am your host, Tammy Pocock. Um, for those of you who I have not had the honor of connecting with or getting to know yet, um, I'm just going to give you a little bit about my background, who I am, and who you're playing with today on the Art of Dissatisfaction. So uh, my my um, history is I used to be a social worker um, through dissatisfaction showing up in my life um, and unfortunately my body having to dump me or, or whack me over the head several times to get it or allow myself to acknowledge that there was actually dissatisfaction there. I transitioned into being a uh, therapeutic massage therapist and from there, um, after working bodies and people, um, I realized that, oh no, both sides of that, the mind and the body actually work together. And eventually, um, I discovered something called access consciousness. Currently, I'm an access consciousness bar, uh, practitioner, facilitator. I actually teach classes and have one coming up May 28th. I am, uh, co-facilitating a class with another, um, access consciousness bar facilitator, Arishas Defuke. So you happen to be in um, Alberta, we would love to see you in Two Hills on the 28th of May. Um, as well, I do um, personal coaching. And my area of, of desire to work with is what I would call conscious partnership. Now, whether that's a partnership with yourself, um, with your body, or with others, um, that's, there's, it's such a dynamic um, dance between um, what people would call relationship. Um, The original uh, definition of relationship is actually the separation between two points, and hence um, my manipulation with partnership, where where the dance becomes how do you show up and receive another showing up fully, whether that's your body um, or another person. So... um, Today, we get to play with, um, the topic today is, are you ready to give up trying to get it right? Have you made the commitment that no matter what, you will be the biggest critic in your life? Have you decided that the kindest, most caring thing you can do for yourself is to orchestrate the internal monologue that is constantly critiquing every action and inaction you make? with the belief that that is the only chance you have of getting it right. Oh, man, I so know what it's like to live life by that lie, and I'm thrilled to invite you here today to discover a whole different possibility. What if the exact opposite was true? I know, crazy, right? But what if? So while I was prepping for today's call or show, um, I started asking if I was brand new to this, if I'd never had um, the the input that I've received from Access, where would I start? And what where I went to was, 
well, what is the definition of right? We're all been fighting. We've all been trained basically since birth. Get it right, get it right, get it right. And yet, what does right mean? So into the dictionary I went, and um, thanks to Access, I discovered that the definition of words changed after um, about 1943, I believe. So I go looking for the original definition. And did you know that there are 33 definitions for the word right in the 1913 dictionary? I was overwhelmed. I'm like, ha, ah, there's 4.5 billion people on the planet. And truly, I perceive that there are close to 4.5 billion different definitions of what right is. And it's no wonder. Our original definition um, had 30 or the original dictionary had 33 definitions. So I was combing through and I'm like, okay, what reads the most here? And guys, unfortunately, the only perspective I can give you is my own. And so when I looked at what right was in my world, I realized that it was um, conducting myself according to an outside source's standard. So into the dictionary I went and um, the one that I came up with or, or that seemed to correspond mostly with that, is according to the laws or will of God, conforming to the standard of truth and justice, um, conducting self correctly. All right. Well, thank you very much for the definition. And according to whose standard are you fighting to get it right? Right? As I looked at that, I'm like, wow. Are we ever seeking to, to find the right, correct way that meets our own needs? Or again, are you more like where I've been coming from and, um, and looking to meet the needs or the standards of that outside authority? So everywhere you're being that and doing that, everywhere you have decided that getting life right is about meeting the standards of someone or something else outside of you. Would you please destroy and uncreate all of that? And now we're going to use the crazy phrase. It's from Access Consciousness. And if you are seeking to, um, to discover more about the phrase, there's a wonderful explanation by Dr. Dane here at www.theclearingstatement.com. And we're about to use it. So right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys and beyond. <clears throat> so again, if you are seeking to get it right, if you are looking for that outside or to meet the mark or the standards of an outside authority, would you be willing to acknowledge how little you are actually included in your own life? And that most of that inclusion in your own life is using that interior critic, that mind chatter, to determine whether you are um, bending, folding, mutilating, and manipulating yourself into being what someone or something outside of you has decided, decided you should be. Amazing, right? We live our entire lives trying to get it right. And has anyone ever told you that that's the exclusion of you? 
It's also you choosing to control you, to impose and impel, control over who, what, why, where, when, how, and how not you are choosing to show up in the world. Now, how much fun is that? Again, if you think of an experience where you were attempting to get it right, is there any joy in that? Is there any fun in that? Does that expand the possibilities of life and living? Or is that the automatic crushing and folding and bending in on all of that? I know. Amazing. Our entire structures, if you look at our school systems, if you look at the laws, if you look at most of what the um, religious uh, doctrines have put out there, that is the standard, the outside source from which you have been trained to judge yourself, to keep yourself small, to keep yourself limited, to keep yourself within the acceptable box. And Again, is that actually working for you? Is that actually a reason um, or give you the motivation to get up in the morning and actually um, embark on the day to, to, to get out there and live life? Um, so again, back to if you're trying to get it right, you're living from the belief, oh, <laughs> do you get that you're living from the belief that you're wrong? If you actually um, were to live beyond the right and wrong reality, um, the, the fear of getting it wrong, the fear of being bad and horrible, um, and, and again, just wrong, would be gone from your life. Um, and what would that look like? I know for myself that um, when I first discovered that life didn't have to be run from the program of right and wrong, I kind of stood there stunned. I lost the foundation of motivation. Um, if I wasn't living life from trying to get it right and trying desperately to avoid being wrong, well, how do you do this? What is your motivation? And I was invited to see by a question of if you were living your life for you, if you were living your life about you, what would you choose? And just to perceive that energy just with that question, the bubbles come up in my world. I'm it, an instantaneous aliveness shows up and it's like, whoa. If life wasn't about right and wrong, what would I choose? Awesome. Again, so everywhere you've decided judgment included, that, that considering that, that even the possibility of living your life about and for you is a wrongness that you would never, ever consider being and doing. Would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad. All nine pod, pox, shorts, boy, and beyond. Again, back into the prepping for, for today's show and um, discovering, okay, so if you're trying to get it right, what is the foundation of that? And the next thing that came up was survival mode. 
when you're you're living in that right and wrong paradigm, when when everything is either right or wrong, do you see how you've eliminated the possibility of thrival from your world? It's heads down, butt in the air, concentrating on, is this right or is that right? Is this right or is that right? And it's almost a tunnel vision, an exclusion of all the other possibilities. And so everywhere you have entrained and ingrained into the absolute vital, valuable, real, and necessary um, belief that you must live, survive this world by either being right or being wrong, would you please destroy and uncreate all of that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys and beyond. Um, I know that um, for myself, when I discovered how much of life I truly was living from survival, from the space of, oh, I, I won't even try that. I, I, I wouldn't even consider making that choice because what if it didn't turn out? Um, in alignment with what everybody else said I should be or do, it was very interesting to come face to face with how small um, I've made made my own life trying to live according to that outside authority standard. So <clears throat> we are... Um, Whoa, guys, sorry, I just got lost in the moment. <laughs> I think I got stuck in realizing, whoa, how much, ex- how very much I was excluded in my own life from that space of survival. So um, we're about to go to break here. You are listening to Tammy Pocock on the Inspired Choices Network. When we return, we'll continue exploring, um, giving up the need to get it right. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. 
What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com This is the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host and possibilities coach, Tammy Pocock. To participate in the program, please call in Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.S., 815-880-8255. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Your choice to be an active participant is such a gift, so please do not hesitate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Art of Dissatisfaction. Today's um, topic is ready to give up, the, uh, trying to get it right. And before break, we were, we were discussing or playing with the awareness of survival mode and how when we are living as if the right and wrong reality is the only possibility of living life, we get stuck in a survival mode where we've got the tunnel vision and um, all we can see is the, the uh, red light of, oh, that's wrong, don't ever go there. How dare you even consider that as a possibility? Or the green light of keep doing the same thing over and over again and you'll guarantee yourself that you'll get it right. Um, and how limiting and, and how much of an exclusion of the wealth and depth and breadth of life and living that truly can be. So beyond the right and wrong reality is, is a world where you can actually choose for you. Where instead of being in that survival mode, you can switch into thrival. Where um, instead of right or wrong, um, choices become a gift, regardless of what the um, quote-unquote outcome is. Each and every choice you make is the gift that expands and exponentializes all possibilities of your life. So if you make a choice and it turns out not anywhere close to what you thought it would be or, or any expectation you had of that choice, Instead of shutting down because, oh, God, that was wrong, and, and in that space of wrongness, how many of us have coping mechanisms that just trigger the absolute exclusion of any gift that that choice could have or would have been if you had stayed present and allowed yourself to be judged as wrong by the supposed outside authority that is watching over you and dictating what you can and cannot be or do. But if you just allowed yourself that space of, okay, hmm, I made that choice and, ooh, yep, that did not turn out the way I expected it to or I thought it would. And then allowed yourself to just be in that space. Hmm, what awareness did that choice gift me? Do you perceive the expanse? But just that question itself 
adds to your world. Whether it's whether you were filled with a knowing or not, how just asking that question in my world lowered all the the armor, the barriers of thoughts, feelings, and emotions that we've been taught to keep between us ourselves and most everyone and everything else. That question just lowered those barriers and my world got bigger. Now, if you allow yourself to receive as much from what may have been judged as a wrong choice as you do from a good choice or a right choice, you have, unbeknownst to most of us, transitioned into thrival, where absolutely everything is that contribution, the expansion of life and living, the addition of awareness and knowing, and the self-empowerment of, okay, so I made that choice, I had judged and concluded what it would create, and now I know what exactly that choice created. Does it get more empowering than that? To have filled your own coffers of awareness with the, the face-to-face knowing of what choice creates. And from that perspective, would you ever be afraid to choose again? If you knew that no matter what choice you created, no matter what magnificent tapestry it created or phenomenal pile of poo it created, that you were always expanding and changing and growing with each choice. Now, my question is, when you live in the right and wrong reality, when you have committed yourself to getting it right no matter what, do you see how um, you've excluded the gift of every quote-unquote wrongness? That instead of expanding your world, it actually, again, collapses in on itself. Or we start employing the coping mechanisms of denial or separation or um, with regards to the inner critic, well, on comes the bombardment of shame and blame and regret and guilt. And that's not to say that you may not have an acknowledgement of, oh, wow, my choice created something that I had not acknowledged was possible and that, oh, I did not intend for that to be there. So it's not that there wouldn't necessarily be an awareness that, oh, sorry, um, that was not my my target to create that as an actualization. Um, but there's a difference between um, lowering the barriers and being responsible for the creation of your, that your choice made and bombarding yourself with... Um, blame, shame, regret, and guilt. As well, um, my awareness was when I was living within that, that reality, excuse me, of always trying to get it right and no allowance of any choice ever being wrong, it stopped me dead in my tracks. When I, if I wasn't doing the same choice over and over and over again, I didn't allow myself to choose. I didn't allow myself to change. 
Um, choice creates awareness, and 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 with each choice that you make, you are expanding each different choice. Let's let's clarify that. If you're making the same choice day in day out, choice after choice after choice, you are going down a singular track, basically living a tunnel vision type life. When you allow yourself to to give up the the perceived need and necessity to get it right, and you start allowing yourself to follow the energy of what would I like to choose here? What would be fun to choose in this moment? If I was creating the future, the life and the living that I truly desired, what choice would I make here? Life gets bigger. And there, and the right and wrong reality crumbles around you. So everywhere you've decided, judged, and concluded that you must not, must never be the tenacity that actually chooses beyond the need to be right or wrong. Would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyond. And again, do you hear that with that choice to expand beyond the right and wrong reality, you're actually choosing to give up the need and necessity to follow an outside source's rule. So when you were kids, right, when we were growing up, we did see our parents as the authorities in our life. They they were the ones that were showing us the way, that were were giving us the information um, about how to function within our families, within our societies, our communities. And as we grew older, um, society, um, different um, structures in society, schools, um, community, different programs, right, whether it was uh, sports or, or other activities, started asking of you to make your own choices, which was you expanding out and leaving behind the world where mom and dad were that um, outside authority telling you what choice to make and what choice not to make. And they weren't necessarily doing that. Some parents actually allowed you to make choices and to discover on your own with them right there beside you what your choice created. Um, and others were, nope, they, the, the reputation of the family uh, um, within the family on a larger basis and within the community meant that you could only <laughs> make the right choices and never the wrong ones. So, again, everywhere you've decided, judged, and concluded that no matter what, you are going to exclude yourself from your world and commit 1,000% to try and get it right according to the outside authority's um, dictation of who, what, why, where, when, how, and how not you can and cannot be. Would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and beyond. So as I was, um, again, playing with it, I realized, Many, many of us utilize the um, that inner critic, that voice in our head, 
to keep us on the the track of right and wrong. And and have you ever stopped and actually listened, truly listened to that inner voice? To to truly hear the words that are said and the format that they're laid out in. <clears throat> it, it was very interesting the first time that I chose to actually... Um, um, so, uh, you're listening to Tammy Pocock on The Art of Dissatisfaction. Um, when we return, we will continue playing with um, discovering what the inside, the mind chatter voice truly is. So we'll be right back. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock, to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if the world doesn't function the way we've been told? What if we truly can bend the laws of physical reality? What if we can end limitation? What if weird were the coolest thing you could be? And what if it's time for a totally different reality? Are you ready to create it? Are you ready to dream as big as you dare? Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything in my life changed for me. This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Gandhi, Galileo, and Aristotle all knew to be true. It's not about the answer. It's about being the question, always. It's about truly being you, whatever that looks like, and changing this world. Is now the time? Start by signing up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. That's beingyouclass.com. What if you are the gift and the change this world requires? Beingyouclass.com. This is the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host and possibilities coach, Tammy Pocock. To participate in the program, please call in Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.S., 815-880-8255 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Your choice to be an active participant is such a gift, so please do not hesitate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the Art of Dissatisfaction. Before the break, we were playing um, with today's topic, ready to give up, trying to get it right, and began to explore that inner critic, that voice in the head that we have most all of us come to utilize as our our guiding force. And when I when I was invited to first acknowledge that number one, there was a voice in my head and how much power and potency I was giving that voice, 
Um, the first thing I actually chose to do with it was to start um, taking notes, to actually write down verbatim, word for word, what I was hearing. And the first thing that stuck out to me when I looked at those pages was I wasn't talking um, to myself about myself. In my head, there was a, a basic drill sergeant that was nattering almost nonstop about you're not doing that correct or you should have done this or you, 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 you. And I'm like, whoa. I thought that that inner voice was me conducting myself, directing myself. That's what I come to believe. And yet when you read the words on a page, I have never in my life, and oh, if you talk to Coda, he'll tell you. Coda's my dog, by the way. He'll tell you how often I talk to myself. And I never say you, ever. I always lead with, oh, I should, or I could, or what would I like. It's never you, you, you. So if you allowed yourself to truly acknowledge who makes up the voices or the voice in your head? Who have you given or compiled together to create the voice, the critic, the inner monologue of director um, in your head? And as I started going through what I was seeing, I realized, oh my goodness, what I had chosen, and I can only speak for myself here, guys, and please, please, please explore this on your own. I realized that in my head, the voices or the voice that I was hearing was a, a compilation of all the people that I admired and was seeking um, validation from, was seeking acknowledgement from, was seeking approval from. And every time I... I heard their criticism of me. I stored it away somewhere in my mind. And when I was trying to get it right, randomly those sound bits and pieces would come out as my inner critic. And so it was almost shocking that, wow, I, again, I truly do believe that that voice in my head was me caring for and about myself, doing the best I could to ensure that I was, I was making the choices that would work for the life I desired and that um, would, would expand my world or move me forward towards my target. And when I realized, oh, Lord, that's not my voice at all. That has nothing to do with me. Um, yeah, again, I sat with it and went, okay, I get that at certain points in, my, in, in, in space and time in my life, there were people that truly were so valuable to me that I believed that I needed their approval, their, their validation, um, their acknowledgement to survive. And yet, are those voices <laughs> that I'm still dictating myself with, 
people that are in my life and that I am still um, seeking that approval or that, that value from. And I realized, oh, wow, nope. Who I was at two or five or 10 or 12 or even 20 is so monumentally different than who I be at 45. And no, actually, thanks to um, the uh, experience in life that I've had and the addition of access consciousness and these phenomenal tools, I've finally allowed myself to acknowledge that truly the only approval I am seeking, the only um, acknowledgement that I'm truly seeking and the only validation that I truly desire is that is my own. So even though that, that those voices were running in my head, they were actually not taking, right? My target, my, my dream life was in one area and the um, sergeant major in my head was actually directing me away from my target and not towards my target. So everything I was doing to try and get it right, um, to live up to those standards of the voice in my head that turned out to be many people um, that I converted into my outside authority, um, was the exact opposite. So everywhere you are utilizing the um, spoken or energetic critiques, or standards of people that you value, that you once desired approval and acceptance and validation from, as your inner critic, as the dictator of who, what, why, where, when, how and how not you show up in the world, would you please destroy and uncreate all of that times a godzillion and allow yourself, the being you truly be, to step up and be the leader, the creator source of your own life, living, and reality. And everything that doesn't allow that, will you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys, and yawns. Um, this morning, I had the honor of being part of um, uh, Victim Services in Alberta, um, conspires with the local RCMP, fire department, and um, EMT, emergency medical technicians, and they conduct what is called the party program. So prevent um, alcohol and risk-related trauma in youth. And this morning I was volunteering with the group, and I got to see firsthand um, how different um, authorities in our communities um, choose to to perpetrate right and wrong as opposed to invite and inspire. And one of the um, taglines they were using was um, stupid risk. Um, and the concept was that there is a, a um, if you are taking a, or making a choice that is not um, according to the standards, the moral standards of society, that um, if that's a stupid risk. That, that is going beyond. And 
And I, I understand that we have decided that um, people aren't capable of conducting their lives without the right and wrong rule. Um, and as I was sitting in the room and I was watching tapped in to the teenagers that were in the room, um, the judgment of that's a stupid choice, that's a stupid choice, that's a stupid choice, I could see that bringing up the resistance and reaction in the participants and the need for them to prove themselves right to these authority figures who are demanding that they, um, that, that, uh, society, members of society acknowledge them as more right, more correct, um, than themselves. And as I watched, I went, wow, how often do we, um, out of the uh, desire to to not be wrong, know 1,000, God zillion percent, that the choice we are making is not a choice that works for ourselves. And yet, um, because the authority figure, the one who has decided, judged, concluded that they should have power over us, um, and where our life goes, decided that, oh, no, that choice is wrong, that we go into this space of no matter what, now we have to prove it right. Otherwise, um, we're a pile of poo, and you're right. I, I don't have the capacity. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not experienced enough. I'm not aware enough to be the authority in my own life. So everywhere you have unknowingly, unacknowledgingly chosen to prove the rightness of a choice you know doesn't work for you in order to have power and potency or in, in order to believe and prove you have power and potency in your own life, would you please destroy and uncreate all of that times a god zillion? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pod, shorts, boys, and beyond. Um, and when it came to question and answer period, um, after the RCMP member um, did her, her spiel, you could see the, um, the energy in the questions of some of the students of, again, exactly that. Knowing that the choice um, that was being presented was not necessarily the best choice to make, and yet having to prove that, no, we're not a pile of poo of idiots because we're under the age of 18, um, and fighting to prove that rightness. And again, um, everywhere your inner critic, <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Oh, wow, thanks, guys. I just thought that. Everywhere we utilize our inner critic that those voices in the head um to be the resistance and reaction we go against and thus never make the choice we truly desire to make to prove the wrongness of that authority fear and the rightness of ourselves would you please destroy and uncreate all that 
right and wrong, good and bad, all nine pod talk shorts, boys and beyond. That's hilarious. I just see in my own world where um, how often I've known what choice I would like to make and that either it aligned with that inner voice, those that inner critic, or it would have um <laughs> it would have proven um them right, which in my head right meant that oh, I was wrong, if they're right, then I have to be wrong, and went the exact opposite direction, even though that's not what I chose or really desired to do. I chose it anyway, wow, amazing when you get face to face with yourself. <laughs> to see in in detail some of the crazy, stupid choices we make and the reasons and ju- justifications behind it, all in the name of being right. <laughs> all right, guys, we are off to our last break. You're listening to Tammy um, on the Inspired Network. When we return, we'll continue exploring, ready to give it, ready to give up trying to get it right. We'll be right back. Is unhappiness, disapproval, anxiety, regret, fear, anger, and other quote-unquote negativities showing up in your life? Do you celebrate these negativities? Do you utilize these negativities to your advantage each and every time? What? You're not? Well, that changes today. Tune into the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host, Possibilities Coach Tammy Pocock to discover tools, support, and inspiration you can use to change all of that and more. Is now the time to utilize your dissatisfaction as the inspiration and self-empowerment to actually create the life and living you truly desire? Join the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. This is the Art of Dissatisfaction radio show with your host and possibilities coach, Tammy Pocock. To participate in the program, please call in Canada, 613-800-8736. In the U.S., 815-880-8255 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. Your choice to be an active participant is such a gift, so please do not hesitate. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to The Art of Dissatisfaction with myself, Tammy Pocock, your hostess with the mostest. Um, 
today's topic, we've been discussing giving up trying to get it right. And uh, earlier in the show, we went through um, what getting it right um, really truly boils down to, some of the details of what makes up getting it right. And we spoke of um, living from the belief that you're wrong, living in survival mode and excluding thrival mode, living by someone else's rules and regulations, and refusing to receive the expansion, the gift, the addition of awareness and knowing that um, choices, what this reality would call wrongness, that didn't work out the way you chose them or expected them to or hoped they would, um, well, how we shut down in the face of that and refuse to receive the gift of them. <clears throat> and so now I'd like to play with where do we go from here? If we're going to give up getting it right, then what what is life and living all about? And how do we um, empower ourselves to move forward, to actually live life beyond right and wrong? So the first space that I would like to play with or invite and inspire you to know is, again, we touched on it a little bit earlier, but if you were living life um, with the target of creating, having, and being all that you desire, if, if each and every choice you were about to make or you make comes from the space of, if I choose this, will it destroy possibilities or expand and create possibilities? Do you see how different that is from right and wrong? Now, I get it's quick. You can quickly twist that into, okay, if it's expanding and exponentializing, then that's a right choice. And if it's destroying or limiting, then that's a wrong choice. And, and my question is, is that true? And I get a resounding, no, it's not. When, if you make a choice and you discover that, oh, that created limitation or that destroyed um, part of or all of what I had created towards my target, do you, do you perceive the amount of awareness and the amount of knowing that you've just added to your world? There is a, a receiving from that quote-unquote wrong choice that is a gift beyond belief. Now, I'm going to use myself as an example. Um, if any of you turned, tuned into last week's show, it was my very first time being a radio show host, and it was the first time that I tapped into all of the listeners, those that were right there with me, and the plethora that would be tuning in sometime in the future, and my innate facilitator kicked in. And instead of speaking with you guys, as I would in a conversation around a kitchen table with a cup of coffee in my hand, in the face of that energy, I instantaneously snapped into facilitator and I wanted to change that energy now. And as I went into that mode, I cut off the possibilities of where we could go. It was funny. And if you're looking for um, a wonderful example of, of 
what it is to be in the space of exclusion of possibilities and trying to get it right. That's exactly what our, where I went to, um, is trying to get it right for the energy that was present. And I excluded all those possibilities. Um, and however, when the show was done and, and right, I was out of that energetic connection. The gift that that choice brought me, words will never capture, never. And look, it brings tears of joy. Um, I was so aware of, number one, I was face-to-face with how connected I truly am, as well as, ooh, the intensity of caring of and for others I truly be. Um and that automatic response of of uh trying to fix quote unquote it, trying to make it better, which again expanded my world. I'm like, whoa, that's not kindness, that's not caring, that's superiority. So again, do you hear what I'm saying? That that I made a choice, um, I actualized that, and as a result of not denying and hiding and running from separating from that choice, the gifts that that um, expanded, that came to me as a result of that choice. Now today, um, from my perspective anyway, a whole different reality showed up as this show. So everywhere you've decided, judged, and concluded that that is not possible for you, that you would never, could never receive expansion receive awareness and knowing that would empower you to change um, choices in the future or change the creation of what your future can and cannot become. Would you please destroy and uncreate all that? Right and wrong, good and bad, all nine, pod, pox, shorts, boys and yawns. And the, um, as well, uh, would you be willing to acknowledge that part of your your intention of being here is to step up and be the leader in your own world, to take that role on of and for yourself, and to, to fire all of them in your head. That's not required. All you require is you. That is why you came, is to conduct your own life beyond everybody else's definitions of right and wrong, to follow Thank your Thank you for choosing to listen to The Art of oh. Dissatisfaction Radio Show. Tammy Pocock will return next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, acknowledge and embrace each and every dissatisfaction as the ask and invitation to more and different it truly be, fully empowering yourself to have...